Are you committed? Committed to cloud, I mean. Are you ready to be cloud native? Or what is the difference between being cloud native, cloud transformation, and digital transformation? Joining us today is Quemby CEO, Angel Ramirez, talking about cloud native and answering important questions around it, including, is cloud native for everyone? And you'll be surprised by his answer. And we're just getting started. once and do it right is the mantra of Quimby CEO Angel Ramirez. Hi everyone and welcome to the Daily Tech Show. I'm your host John Meyer and today we're talking with Angel Ramirez on being cloud native and what does it mean to you. Angel is an entrepreneur and hands-on tech CEO who drives the vision and innovation behind Quimby. His experience in application architecture, infrastructure, DevSecOps helps companies build, manage, and deploy their product without compromising security, performance, and resources. Before we bring Angel onto the show, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and the notification because we got more awesome content on the way. Please join me in welcoming Angel to the show. Angel, thanks for joining us. Hi, Yom. How are you? Thank you for having me here. Great. Thanks for joining the show. I really appreciate it. No, no. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Awesome. So, Angel, I'd like to jump right into our topic today of cloud native. And I have to ask you, and really for the audience, what the heck does cloud native mean? So, okay, that's an interesting topic. So, cloud native, the way that I see it and and I teach myself is that we're building applications that are especially running on the cloud. But to get into that topic, definitely we need to find what's the cloud because the cloud right now could be anything. So when I mean the cloud, just to clarify, is any type of, uh, let's put it this way, is hybrid, is cloud all together, but it's running without using the traditional deployments, which is having a server SSH into it and deploy. Let's put it so- that way. So wait a second, does cloud also mean having a server in my house or in my basement? Is that also one of the, the, the features? So the thing is, like, I want to I clarify that because right now, hybrid is actually interesting. A lot of ah. companies are doing both. So we don't want to say just that cloud means, oh, we're using any cloud provider. Cloud basically means anything that you can work and is seamless in that sense. So you can have your own private cloud or you can use the public cloud. So that's why I meant about hybrid. So I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> yes, yes, that definitely answers the question a little bit. All right, but also since you're talking cloud native, what does not only cloud native, but cloud transformation or digital transformation? I mean, I've got three terms here. Are they all the same thing? Are they something different? Help us understand that. So the, the cloud native for me is more like a mantra. So you always think in your architecture in that way, making sure that everything is thinking on the cloud while cloud transformation is the actual process of migrating in from the traditional architecture or infrastructure that you have right now into a more cloud native, but it's more like a process. And then I, I think I, I, you also mentioned digital transformation. That one covers the overall process of the company, not just the cloud, also your process as a business in terms of digitalization. So you mentioned your mantra, and I also talked about your mantra, do it right, do it once. Yep. What does I'm that sorry, mean? So, <laughs> so he, here's the thing. Sometimes we, we just hear all these buzzwords about cloud, cloud native, 
let's do a Kubernetes, all this stuff, and we just jump right into it. But sometimes that just it's basically we're gonna shoot ourselves in the foot if we don't plan. So the one that's why I like the mantras: do it once, do it uh, do it once, do it right, because. All about the cloud transformation, digital transformation is planning. If you do a proper planning and you are and you're sure what you're going to um, how you're going to proceed with this process, definitely you will be in a lot better spot at the end of the uh, the transformation. So that's that's why I like the uh, do it once and do it right. All right, I like that. I'll, I'll go with that. Now we're talking. We talk digital transformation real quick, and you define it. But how does that? I mean, let's let's dive in a little bit. How does that play a part with cloud native? So it it's depends on the stage of the company where it is right. So you you might see company that they are a little bit better spot in terms of digital transformation. This means all their process, and this is me, my uh, IT diligence guy, kicking off. So when I look at the, at the company, I look at the overall company. So how all your processes are, because cloud transformation and digitalization is not just about where your application live, it's also your business process, right? And there's a lot of stuff that is happening in, 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 a, in a company that not necessarily you need to focus only on the application side. So digital transformation covers that part as well, right? Let's think about how your HR process are, how your your financial process are, what type of tool you're using, are they being connected together? So all that is digital transformation. And then one portion of that is how your actual applications, your, your software is now going to be um, migrating to more cloud or cloud native style. Nice, nice, a good definition. I, I like that you broke that out and use financial, how they're gonna do it, that digital, and then really how your application. Uh, let's talk about cloud native now and get a little more Say I'm company X, I'm an enterprise company. Really, how do I become cloud native? Or how do I say I am cloud native? Is that like a certification or how do, we, how do you get started? So oh, that's interesting. Um, so to get more cloud native, it's, 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 it's actually you need to look at the whole overall infrastructure and architecture and see how much dependencies you have and how much the world defined are. Like you can look at, okay, um, let's say databases. So it doesn't matter if you're using a, a, a cloud provider uh, managed, uh, managed service or you setting all your own, but it, being cloud native means, do you have all these thoughts from the beginning to run in a more cloud style? And when I mean cloud is using those benefits of, uh, of what you have in terms of your infrastructure. So that, that becomes either public or private. I just want to make sure that we, uh, we clarify that. But that doesn't matter if you're public or using private cloud, but it's, it's thought about that specific process, not about how the traditional architecture works. So I love it how you're not centering around a particular cloud and their services, but you're utilizing their services. And you're being, I don't wanna say generic around it, but that's actually pretty good because you're using, and you're talking about using the benefits of going cloud mm -hmm. native, whether public or private. So the reason that mm -hmm. you would go with private means X. What are the benefits of it going, uh, you know, public cloud? What are those benefits, and are you utilizing those to the best of their advantages? Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? No, no, you're absolutely right, and and, okay. and that's a good segue to explain what I meant with benefits. So let's put one example. I think the best way to explain is using an example. It's like traditional architectures are, we managing our own databases. That's one of the biggest bottlenecks that companies have, right? Besides of the networking. So 
if I'm actually managing my own database and I spend resources on that, I'm not getting any benefits, right? That doesn't mean that you shouldn't. I'm just saying that you're not getting all the benefits. But if you're using, let's say, X pro a cloud provider A, and those have a managed service, and that take out of your play all these management, maintenance, and process that require to have a high available, a high available uh, database. So now you are becoming more cloud native. You get basically getting more the benefit, and you focusing more in the business, not just in trying to manage the whole infrastructure. All right. So my next question for you with regards to cloud native, everybody wants to move to the cloud. Is it the right move? And now that we're talking public and private cloud, let's just talk public. But then I want you to touch on private. First of all, is moving to the cloud the right move? Does ever, should everybody do it? Should be your first thought? I mean, wh really, what is the driving factor? So the, my, my answer, you're going to laugh at this, is no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, no? Should I go to the cloud right now? Should I not just pick this up and let's get going? No, no, no. I, we, we briefly uh, covered this, but the, the point is, if you are saying, oh, I, I want to move to the cloud, you, you, are, you are not looking at the problem in the right way. So you're not ready. So you should do some due diligence. You need to understand what really means I'm moving to the cloud. It's not just about getting a new candy at the store. You're also trying to now migrate your infrastructure. You need to think about, should I now look at my application instead of having, let's say one example, a monolithic application, should I now restructure this into a microservice? So it's just not moving to the cloud. And when someone say, I want to move to the cloud without thinking about all these steps, they are not ready. Usually people that are ready about moving to the cloud, they already kind of did their own research and they understand the implication of moving to the cloud. And most likely the question is, all right, so I already know that I have all these stuff that I think about. Can you help me plan it? Now you, you, you think about someone that is ready to move to the cloud. All right, all right. So you said thinking about or planning somebody that's ready to move to the cloud. Is that the same thing as a cloud-first strategy? It, well, this is it's sort of because cloud-first strategy is when usually before I even have anything, I'm thinking about how can I fit my, let's say, software to be cloud-native. But the, the thing is the reality kicked in and said, no one really thought about cloud first because cloud is being something fairly new. Let's talk about the last 50 years of software, cloud is being fairly new, right? So it's hard to find a company unless you're a brand new company that automatically is thinking about the cloud first. So cloud first, I will say in this context, yes, as long as you, you put your right mindset and say, I want to look at my application instead of what I'm seeing right now, I want to see it in a different way. You're switching now your mind to be cloud first, but you need to do that. You need to make sure that you don't look at your application as it is right now. And now you see, I'm going to leave this as a legacy. I want to see it now cloud uh, native. And then you start thinking about all these other stuff that I mentioned. So from my experience, a cloud first strategy usually means startups. So all they're thinking about is going to cloud first. But from your definition now though, is that, even existing companies and customers, enterprise level or not, the next piece of software that they purchase or need to implement, they should think of a cloud-first strategy or should they think of the benefits, does the application, should it reside in cloud-first or where it should be? I mean, help me understand. I have a new software. I 
first of all, I need to implement X. What, what are those steps? Or I'm a startup. What are those steps? So, okay, let's, let's, use, let's use both examples, right? Because a startup, as you say, usually are the ones that are more cloud native. And I'm using quotes with all the intent because the reality is I've seen that a startup, even though that they feel cloud native, they usually start with like a really simple architecture, monolithic application to get something out of, out, out of the door and start doing raising capital, that kind of stuff. So it's not truly cloud native, but at least they're trying to use as many benefits as possible. So they don't have big teams to manage databases, stream, queues, all the stuff. So they're using more cloud services because that, that's the keyword there. They're using more cloud services. So they're closer in that sense. Now, in terms of the startups, they just need to make sure that when they are creating their own application, they need to think about right away cloud, cloud, cloud native um, benefits. Can I use more managed services? And, and, and is my application going to be agnostic or not? So I'm not saying that you should or not, but that's one of the questions that they need to think about. Can I move between cloud providers? Should I move between cloud providers? Because some application, they make sense to be tied to one cloud provider because X, Y, and C. Now, in terms of the uh, of, uh, enterprises or companies that are being longer, they most likely they don't have a cloud native application. But my suggestion for those companies are, don't try to look at your software and try to migrate that software right away to be cloud. Think about how you want to see your software to run in the cloud native environment. And then you start thinking about how you can migrate. So define the future state. That's kind of what I'm saying. And then trying to bring that state into it. So basically you're saying work backwards to where you want Correct. it to be rather than where it currently is. Yes. It, yes. And, that, and, and I, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say, does that go along with your mantra? Do it right. Do it once, you know, or, <laughs> Well, the thing is, uh, they already did it once, so it's, it's hard for them to find the, the one to write. But at, at least here's, here's where the do it, one, do it right fits is if you're already committed to move to the cloud and be more cloud native and cloud transformation and all these buzzwords, now you need to think about in that way. And I like to use this because, for example, it's the same, it's the same scenario with Kubernetes, right? Uh, everyone says, oh, let's use Kubernetes. But to use Kubernetes, you need to think in Kubernetes terms, not in other terms. Otherwise, you won't get the benefits. So I like to apply the same to the cloud transformation, where don't, don't look at your software right now if you're thinking about cloud transformation. Look at how you want to define your future state and then see how you can, miss, you can match those and see how you can migrate. Now you do it at once because you're trying to make sure that you define your future state in the correct way, not trying to just migrate something and then figure it out down the road, hey, I, I didn't thought about this. Nice, nice. What type of considerations should someone have before they implement maybe a cloud transformation or even a cloud native approach? So there are a few items. I mean, definitely uh, infrastructure is something that you need to, to consider. Um, cloud native and, and, and using uh, um, applications in, in cloud terms is totally different to what traditional architecture means. Um, your application, um, I, and I emphasize on the application side because usually that's the one that takes the, long, the longest time because infrastructure, you can always duplicate and, and infrastructure be more cloud native. And 
usually takes less hits to the current one because you can just replicate it. But application, either you need to migrate that one in phases or you need to rebuild it, which I always suggest to that migrating phases <laughs> uh, because rebuilding takes a lot of time. Uh, so application is, is definitely something else that they need to consider. Um, and then, you know, you got all the stuff, of course, that and networking and, and that kind of stuff. But those are the two parts that I really like to put more attention to. Gotcha. Um, I, I like the approach of doing it in phases. One, uh, you can uh, rebuilding it definitely takes a lot of time, a lot of man hours, but there are a lot of benefits to it. So you have to look at the long run and the long haul. Is this something you need in six months or a year? What's the rebuild time? And can you just purchase already existing rather than using a proprietary software and migrate over? There's so many things that go into those considerations. What is uh, a strategy for a typical cloud transformation or a cloud native approach? So I am company X and I have done my homework. I know that I should go and do cloud. I've went through all the benefits I've chosen. And we'll just stick with public cloud, you know, if that if that helps yeah. narrow things down. All right. What is my strategy that I typically should follow before I actually mm -hmm. move something over there? So um, the strategy starts with the planning. Um, do planning. I'll, I'll say the first five steps is planning. Uh, I know it sounds funny, but five first steps planning. Uh, yep. The more that you can plan, the better. And I'm not saying that planning needs to take month or, or year. No, you could be doing a really good planning in a couple of weeks, as long as you make sure that you cover the basics, the infrastructure, how are you going to look at your infrastructure in, the, in, in, the, in this future state, how you want your application to look like in the future state. Um, because that's the second step, which is make sure that you do a very thorough uh, application architecture um, uh, mapping because if you move into more cloud native, most likely you're getting into the microservice uh, discussion where should I use microservice? Should I use, shouldn't use microservice? And then you're going to start defining what are your bottlenecks? Because I mean, everyone loves microservices, but microservices come with some uh, challenges, I, especially yeah. about maintenance, but also about where your bottlenecks are going to be. Is it going to be a reactive infrastructure uh, application? Um, are you going to use, um, you know, event bus to communicate? All those little details is going to come with the microservices. So that's basically the second step that you do. And then you implement in phases. Um, you don't have to go, uh, you know, all at once. Um, most, of the, most of the time, you can basically put all your current application in the new infrastructure, in the new uh, cloud native uh, environment, and just migrate little by little. This is where I, I definitely love bringing Kubernetes into the mix. It does helps a lot. <laughs> um, I actually uh, help a couple of companies already doing that um, because you can then little by little just make sure that you can separate things based on, on what where it makes sense. Is this a specific portion of my application is being hit the most? Should I just extract that one into one microservice and then just just like that? It could take a long time. It uh, depends on what the size of your software, but it's going to be the safest way to go. Interesting, because I love how every single question I brought to you or, or topic, it comes back to a previous question or a previous comment. So thinking about it, you said migrate it and do it in phases. And it should take planning is your traditional like a strategy approach. And it's the phase mm -hmm. approach. 
Or you talked about, you know, we talked about digital transformation and we just brought that back up in the strategy and the approach of doing that. So it, it all comes together. And, you know, I really find some of the, the uh, pieces of cloud native unique. Now, my last question for you, is cloud native for everyone? No. <laughs> all right. I know I asked you, should everybody go on the cloud? But you got to think about this. Right. I mean, cloud native. You just talked to me all about this stuff. So I wanted to ask the question again. You said, no, you shouldn't move the cloud. But is cloud native for everyone? No. Well, based off all the information that uh, Angel has just talked about, is your company ready for it? So, Angel, any last words, comments you want to uh, you know, share with the audience around cloud native? Let us know. So. I mean, before I said that, I would like to expand just a little second why I said just a plain no. It's because you Actually, also I just want to leave the audience with no and then just like end the show here and see how well it works. I mean, you mean no. Wait, what is he going to say next? Now, go ahead. Uh, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You, you let me know how you want to end it up. Uh, but, um, no, actually, we're keeping this in the recording. You go ahead, expand on your no, and we won't leave them hanging. Got it. All right. So you, you just put a pause there, a long pause, like for two seconds, two minutes, something like that. And then you give me that. I'll, I'll give you the answer. Is, yeah, the reason yeah, why I'm no. saying no is it's because as, a, as an organization, you need to understand where and what stage you are right now. And the reason why I say no is because, yes, you could be cloud native like or getting closer. But basically, being cloud native or just getting cloud native for everyone is hard. Especially if you are, for example, a startup, most likely you want a speed and a speed with cloud native, you can get it. But at the same time, it's a lot of maintenance in terms of how you get to that. If you are, a, um, for example, if you're just hosting a blog, come on, you can't <laughs> don't look at cloud native, right? So you just use any other software out there that you can just put it. So that's what I was saying about that. And the other, the, the other reason why I say no, it's not for everyone is because it's a commitment. And I want to emphasize on that word becoming cloud native is not just a wish it's a commitment so if you really want to make that happen there's a lot of involved in that process and you need to be committed because it's going to be a lot of a lot of nice stuff you're going to be super uh, happy about switching some stuff and you will see the, the benefit but at the same time you will see a lot of challenges and those challenges are going to be frustrating and then once you overcome it you're going to feel happy again but if you're committed to that then it's ready for you but you're not then you're not ready. That's that's kind of I wanted to clarify that. <laughs> ah, no problem. So, Angel, thank you so much for joining the Daily Tech Show, folks. Angel from Quemby, the CEO. I really appreciate you joining us here today to talk cloud native to everybody. Thank you, John. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to being again here at the show. Oh, man, I'd love to have you on again. We got plenty of topics. That's right, folks. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and the notification because you never know when Angel will be on the show again. Until next time. All right. Bye-bye.